Captain's log, stardate 6532-2022. I am once again joined in the Captain's Quadrant. And along with me is Science Officer Jason, Admiral Annie, Ship's Botanist Philo, and the dreaded Pirate Captain, Jason. <laughs> Welcome all back to the Captain's Quadrant, where we dive into all things Star Trek. And this iteration is strange new worlds and boy do we have a doozy of an episode to share our thoughts with each other and of course you so please join us in the captain's quadrant as we enter the first contact thanks <laughs> uh this week we got ourselves into the fray of the old pirate world it is an area which the Star Trek community and world has gone boldly into a few times. Uh, first as such in the original series, depending on your perspective with Harry Mudd, uh, yep. some people perceive him to be a bit of a pirate. I do mm -hmm. too. So that's where I give the nod to. Uh, and then more infamously in where I thought this was leading this week, especially with the green people, the Orions and the Nausicans. And I was surprised that neither were the case. So I was like, <laughs> you just subverted my expectations, but I'm cool with it because it was a fun episode. I am going to kick us off in this first contact. What did you think, Admiral Annie? This episode was so fun. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and I love the twist and turn that happened in the middle where you're just like, wait, what? What the mm. heck just happened? What? Mm. And then, yeah, all the drama that happened after that. And then the uh, the sneak preview of a long forgotten character that we so hoped fun. would be forgotten. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that movie is not my favorite. <laughs> no, it's oh, it's it's William Shatner's favorite for sure. That's right. But, that's right. <laughs> but you know, what are you gonna do? Ship's botanist Philo, what did you think? I liked it. There was um. What was the, what did they call the maneuver or where they decided to undermine and, Alpha and I loved how cheesy, but good cheesy it was like, he's like Alpha Bragafor and she's like, no, <laughs> like we've seen that so much in, in different movies and shows, but it was so good cheesy. Like, and I feel like they're still pressing on that like old school star trek feel so i like it i like it a lot thank you thank you and the dreaded pirate jason i also enjoyed it uh, i did have a couple of minor quibbles with it but for the most part i did think it was highly enjoyable it was very amusing and i i think this cast can get away with anything at this I, point totally. i think anson mount could you know twirl like a top on top of pike's peak on his head while reading a phone book <laughs> while everyone else just wander goes around going where's himmer we haven't seen himmer where's himmer i would still enjoy <laughs> that's a good point where is himmer i want to i want to release a where's waldo book of, you <laughs> know called himmer? where's himmer yeah. each each page is just a different room of the enterprise with all the crew around doing crazy things but the twist is himmer's not in the book <laughs> well, I, I can say, Jason, I actually have photographic evidence of he's been spotted, Emma. Uh, here's the photo. <laughs> he has been seen. So we know he exists. He isn't fake. That's true. <laughs> That's true. 
Thank you, science officer. And what did you think uh, your quick first contact of the episode? Uh, like quickly, this is a very Spock-centric episode. I mean, I think the, and, the substance of this episode is really in the uh, subtext because the B storyline of them with uh, the pirates to me was like, it's like an example of his inner demons, of Spock's inner demons, him as a Vulcan and the confrontation he has as a Vulcan and they played that out through the pirate storyline. So I love the cheese. I think if anything, this season is showing us what Star Trek, the best bits are about Star Trek. And this episode, to me, it very much sums up the cheesy side of Star Trek, which mm -hmm. we all love. And, and to be honest with you, as a kid, that's what I attached to. So, yeah, awesome episode. Yeah, I especially when it gets into the ultimate cheese of... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, what a, that kiss what a, that kiss at the end oh gosh that was so cheesy so yeah. cheesy yeah yeah anyway so let good. us let us dive <laughs> let us dive into the episode summary uh, while on a dangerous humanitarian mission, the crew of the USS Enterprise stumbles on a harrowing game of leverage with the quadrant's deadliest space pirate da 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 Talk about um, overacting. That's why I started out with like a little bit of a Captain Kirky uh, <laughs> intro because I feel like they definitely overacted in this episode as the villain. But let us jump into <laughs> pros and cons. Sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. <laughs> if you are listening to this on the podcast, I highly recommend that you check us out on YouTube. <laughs> To see all these wonderful bumps. These are fantastic. Our science officer does a great job of controlling the mm -hmm. control room, so to speak. And it's just stellar every week. And I really really appreciate it. Yeah. So let's start off with you. What are your pros and cons, science officer? Uh, look, uh, I, I, yes. Look, the turn. The turn from uh, Angel to good and like being playing that counselor to really going like it was it was like zero to a hundred like, yeah she just amped up that camp probably a bit extreme but i mean that's kind of after a few minutes i was kind of digging it so that's probably one little con the bit at the and i'm gonna reveal it a bit at the end felt very tacked on it felt very much like look kids it's cyborg mm -hmm. um <laughs> And very this was much. supposed to be John Connery. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> it was. But that felt, but i got to be honest, as soon as I went away for a little bit and thought, wow, I'm very interested to see how they'll go with that part. So, yeah. But, but I mean, besides that, you know, we, I don't feel like this is the first time that we've been digging into Spock's conflict, you know, for being a no. human and a Vulcan and, Probably would have liked to gone. We've kind of already seen that this season. Maybe you could have moved that to season two. But that's you know the only negative I really got to say. The rest of it, I love the cheese. I love the the real throwback to some of the overacting that we had mm -hmm. in the original Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, know? and they still handled it with class. I mean, to think that you know a pike, you know, to get out of this situation, cooks them a meal. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's that's crazy, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it kind, but it works. It kind of works, and uh, yeah, everybody I reckon would have. They seem to have had a lot of fun making this episode. Yeah, I just get that vibe out of it, you know. Yeah, m one of my favorite bits, though, and I've got a picture of it here. It's just this tiny little moment when Spock's in the hallway 
and he makes eye contact mm-hmm. with Una. Oh, yeah. And just her little, just subtle move of the head. Wasn't a nod, wasn't a, like, no, don't. It was just a like slight little thing. I just love that little moment. But, yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, I do, gonna... uh, one last con, sorry, sure, sure, before sure. I go. One last con. And it's just because it's a lack of them. And we've Jason made a joke about it before. It's the lack of Hema. I mean, as someone who's <laughs> built a very strong emotional connection with Hema. He's just so dreamy. So <laughs> that was that was beautifully done. I mean, just the the the, the paleness of yeah, the paleness Loving of his ears. Can't wait to see him. One day I'll see him again. Yeah, one day. One day. One day. One day. We did see him in the preview for the next episode, so he's he's coming. He's coming. Ooh, really, yes, you did? Ooh, really? That's that's I the episode in the. Uh, in the sizzle reel that they show at the beginning of the season where, where he's holding a drink and he goes, the wonders of science. This oh, one. yes. I've been waiting oh. for that bit. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. He's coming. He's coming. Sweet. Of course, at this rate, we'll have him for maybe 92 seconds and then, you know, we won't see <laughs> him until season two. Yeah, probably. probably. All that makes nothing. You want some more Himmer, you have to wait until next. You want yeah. another bump of Himmer, just wait till next season. We'll give you, some of that. We'll give you a taste more. of that sweet, sweet Himmer. Yeah, right. Uh, more of that Himmer? Yeah, exactly. If, I got to say, there were, this was a, this had a, a final balance of pros and cons. This is for the first time where I'm actually going to say, you know, that overacting threw me off at first. I saw where they were going with it, but um, it was kind of predictable. Like, especially once they got to engineering, once uh, Angel, once they got down to, yes, that section, as soon as I, as soon as I got them there, I was like, okay, she's going to betray, he's going to betray her. It's over. They are just, uh, you know, it's going to be a bait and switch. And sure enough, it was. And I was like, ah, it was so predictable. So that kind of bothered me a little bit, as well as the lack of um, starship views. Because one of the things I love is this iteration of the Enterprise. At first, I was kind of like, oh, it's very metallic. It's kind of weird. But then I was like, you know what? That would make a lot more sense because... Coming from the very metallic NX series from Star Trek Enterprise into this iteration, um, this would be the logical proper step. And because of the advancement in technology that we got to in order to do this graphics and CGI from the model kits, you know, it makes sense. And I, as somebody that uh, really likes starships, uh, it, it means a lot to have a view of it. And I was... Um, thrown off by that last five minutes the return of cyborg i was like whoa i thought we were gonna like erase that cannon yeah <laughs> look kids it's cyborg i really it's thought they were gonna be like no it's no, cyborg. no it's cyborg it's me cyborg. you have pain share it with me um you know i, I mean, it just, it just threw me off by god by god you want to know what god wants with a starship do you he wants to get to the other side <laughs> you know he would have been so good in the role too he would have he would have i need you to like dub 
Star Trek Five now. <laughs> yeah, let, let's have a Nick deep fake. Sean Connery voice. <laughs> yeah, let's have a deep fake. Yes. Um, my pros, it's got to be our beloved nurse. How mm-hmm. badass was? <laughs> yeah, there she is. Yeah, how badass was Miss Bush this week? Absolutely. I yeah, that bit, that bit with the um. I don't have a weapon. Yeah, and how <laughs> fitting how fitting would an amazing nurse be in paralyzing someone to really put somebody out without killing them? Yeah, yeah. without firing aphasia <laughs> that sets off all kind of warnings. Well, I spray is not gonna show up. Of. Yeah. <laughs> that I thought that was the perfect stealth warrior to have on a ship that's been taken over. And I thought they yeah. did a really good job of it. And you know, as a grandson of a very famous nurse in New York. Of my grandma <laughs> I, I thought it was yeah i thought it was great and i really think that she's going to inspire future generations of nurses and um and probably astronauts so a little bit of both uh i'm gonna go and throw away to ships botanist philo please tell us your pros and cons let's see um pros <clears throat> i like how we're delving even more into spock mm. And, you know, I think that there's been a lot to kind of humanize him throughout the different series, but in this one, we get to see him in a relationship and that I'm like, Ooh, interesting. And at first to praying kind of rubbed me wrong. Like I was like, Oh, well she's Vulcan, you know, she's cut and dry. Like I'm, I like Vulcans, but I like seeing the subtle emotion that they have where they're like, uh, just like very subtly, <laughs> some of the insults that I've heard Spock like deal out, it's just like perfect. But like with Prang in this episode, we get to see her kind of like try and, and you know, well, I thought it was on me since you're human side, you know, for me to do the diving into your culture. And I think that was really sweet. That was really sweet of her. Up, up, what, what? Uh, and spot, sorry. <laughs> just like if, I, I feel like it was really really interesting to see that that character unfold a little more and then of course that end where they're like Sirak is coming back and you know that kind of left as a cliffhanger I really like <laughs> any cons 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 <laughs> don't tempt me cons <laughs> Sorry. So, tempted me. I did it twice. I did it twice. No, so <laughs> the only thing that really got me, I think, is really just because it it pulled me into the story so much. When he kissed the nurse and it was so passionate. And then at the end, she's just like, I knew you could never pull that off, you know. Mm. And unless it were real. So or no, 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 unless you were, because you're human, you were able to pull off that kiss. And then they kiss, and it's just, I'm like, oh, oh, poor <laughs> Dupree. Then, then I'm getting the feels for her. I'm like, uh-uh, you are treating her bad. <laughs> you, be- you better get your Vulcan self figured out. But like, that, that's probably my only con, just because I, I, got, I get so wrapped up in the story of, you know, but yeah, I think I, I think that's my only con for this week. 
All right. You know, all Star right. Trek has pulled a 180 on us whenever, you know, back in the 60s, we were all like, oh, to bring. And now we're just like, oh, to bring. Right. Yeah, they've yeah. done a good job with that. <laughs> they've done a good job with that. So, Dreaded Pirate, please give us your pros and cons. Well, pros, uh, I. I love it whenever actors uh, just have fun with the part that they're playing. And Jesse James Keitel, in my opinion, it might have been over the top, but they absolutely killed it with this episode. It was Osira from Discovery times 12. And mm, I loved Osira. Wow. Just, just watching um, <clears throat> just watching Angel get in the command chair and put their legs up and just go, yeah, it's mine now. I, I just loved that so, so, so much. So uh, outstanding guest actor this, this week. Uh, I, I know they set the character up to return and I look forward to it, especially now that we know that they are basically Spock's in-law. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's great. And I, I'm sorry. I was excited that Cybok came back. Really? <laughs> because all during the... <laughs> Look, kids, it's Cybok! <laughs> it's me, Spock. It's Cybok. Ha-ha! So, uh, I kind of... I don't think that Star Trek V is a good movie, but at the same time, I think I think Lawrence Luckinbill had such... He had such a good performance, and I thought that the character deserved better, and I don't know. I'm I'm happy that they're not ignoring it because often things come out in Star Trek and they just straight up ignore it if it doesn't work out. I'm glad that they're owning the character now, especially after um, the entire rigmarole of, well, if Spock and, and, and Michael are brother and sister, where's Cybok? Well, he's in prison. That's where he is. Uh, mm. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Uh, I'm I, nothing that really hasn't been said yet. I, I think that, um, Nurse Chapel and Spock had some banger scenes together. Oh. Uh, the uh, uh oh, where's that? Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. now. No. You said you were deleting that. <laughs> I did. I did. It's uh, gone. I have a question. I have a I whole have a new set. <laughs> so this is not the first time we're seeing to praying. I was just looking it up because you mentioned, you know, the throwback from from back then. What? What episode exactly was she in? A mock, a mock time. time. A mock was, time. A mock season time. two, episode one, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Episode she appeared, one. She yeah. appeared one. once. It was basically, oh yeah, this is my wife. And Tapring's like, yep, this is I'm I'm his wife. And now I'm so going to up. screw him over. Yep. <laughs> I know that I've seen that episode. I must have just there's so much to it. That's part yeah. of what I love about Star Which, Trek going back and like, oh yeah, because that's why it was called Spock Amuck, because the first time you saw Capri was time. was a muck time, and it was actually the same episode where they had the duel. So that's yeah. where the connection is. Yeah. Oh. See, yeah. I think it was and, just oh, and and uh the character of Stawn in this yes. episode yes. who was Tapring's <laughs> assistant is the character that she eventually leaves Spock for in a mock mm -hmm. time. Yep. So got a little okay. We should have had the bum, bum, bum right bum. there. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> we should have had the bum bra there. So, but um, it's gone. anyway, get, getting to my cons, uh, I actually haven't heard anybody say these, but Ooh. I kind of feel like there was a chunk of the episode missing towards the end because Captain Pike was inciting a mutiny on the ship, and then we cut away back to the Enterprise, and we come back, and Pike and his crew are on the bridge. Yep. And they've got control yes. of the ship. And I'm just like, 
did I miss something? Because I honestly thought that maybe I'd zoned out. So well, I went and I went back a few minutes and I was like, no, that was just that they just took over the ship easily. And, you know, yep, the pirates yeah. took over the Enterprise easily. And I think security on both ships need to be brought to task because this is something that just should not be allowed. Yeah. But in their defense, they weren't they hadn't completely taken the ship because in the background in one shot, they're still trying that's to break in. That's right. Yeah, that's progress. true. That's it's true. Actually got it done. It still felt like there was a chunk of the episode oh, yes. missing. I, yes. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe a little, maybe like two or three minutes of, you know, Pike punching somebody and getting onto the bridge or and yeah. transporting everybody else there. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like cool something something was missing. Well, and, it was uh, also missing if it was his hair being all messed up this week. You know? Yes. Oh, Pike, yeah. Pike's Peak have an, had an avalanche. So Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But go but ahead, over, Jason. Mm-hmm. Overall, uh, I would actually say that this has been, and I want to put the, uh, I'm going to uh, remind, uh, blah, blah, eh, okay. Uh, okay, sorry. Silly man, silly man. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I had a bit of an episode. <laughs> um, so uh, with the qualifier coming that every single episode this season has been great, this one was probably my least favorite. Mm. And it's just for, and it's merely for, I just think the others were stronger. This one was still fun. It was still great. I enjoyed every moment of it, but it's still my my least favorite asterisk. Yeah, I, mm. I totally get it. Admiral Here's Annie. my asterisk. <laughs> oh, man. My pros, let's see. I always love a good Spock-centric episode. Spock is probably one of my favorite characters of all Star Trek. So anytime I get to kind of delve deeper into his relationships or like his inner turmoil, whatever, um, I am here for it. Also, I was uh, in, in conjunction with that. I was talking to a friend of mine about this episode and we agreed that like, does all of Vulcan, like, they must just be like, oh, my God, Ambassador Sarek's family. Like, oh, my God. They're the bad neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. He has, like, a half uh, a child that's out of wedlock, which that's new because in Star Trek V, they only describe his mother as a Vulcan princess. They don't say that it's in or out of wedlock or whatever. Um, and then you have Michael, who's like a mutineer and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure Vulcan is like, oh, my God, we need to, like, just get a new ambassador or something like that. <laughs> so oh, I want to know what Scon thinks of all of this, Sarek's father. <laughs> um, That's good other points. Pros. Yeah. <clears throat> I love the stuff between Spock and Chapel. I just find that very interesting because in, in it, for me, it really echoes the original series because... I feel like we see a lot of her flirting with him, but not necessarily that being uh, reciprocated. So like when he, when she makes that funny comment about, or when he makes that comment, like, Oh, I could handle whatever pain you can deal out. And she's like, Mr. Spock, like he didn't mean that in like a flirtatious way, but she kind of took it there. And so I feel Mm -hmm. like we're kind of beginning to see this, like one-sided relationship in kind of a way like obviously they're friends but it seems like she's the one who has feelings and he doesn't mm-hmm. um looks like because, he's getting yeah i know a little bit right after that kiss maybe yeah he's above, like, uh, whatever he was feeling for to and kind of transferred to 
to Christine Chapel, but yeah. I'm loving her as Christine Chapel. I think the actress is doing oh, an amazing job. Right. I can't, is it yes. Jenna Bush? Is that her name? Yes. Bush. Yes. yes. Okay. I, you can follow yeah, her on Instagram fantastic. as I do. She's great. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, I love her. Um, and then, yeah, what an epic baddie this week, um, Angel slash Dr. Aspen. Jeez, they were fantastic. And, yeah, at first, like, the first time I watched the episode, I was like, wow, they're kind of overdoing it on, like, the, like, oh, like, oh, the poor colonists. Like, no, like bad bug crap out of the first. And then I was like, okay, like, I can get behind it. Like, I like this, and I hope that we see them again. <laughs> Um, cons. I find it very interesting that somehow, uh, like I, I would think that if I was engaged to somebody, regardless of like where their family is, I would know about them. So the fact that Tapring doesn't seem to know that Zavarius, aka Cybok, is Spock's brother is very interesting to me and um, kind of confusing, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Mr. Spock, I've when... never heard of him. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> I've never heard of the lady. He sounds like somebody <laughs> with a really cool brother. <laughs> Speaking of Sean Connery, I was going to save this for 10 forward, but I can't because I'll forget it. Um, did you know that they called Shakari, a.k.a. Vulcan Heaven, they called that Shakari after Sean Connery? Yes. That's how they got the name, which I think is super funny. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I often wonder often wonder if maybe Sean Connery saw that and got that, but then the more and more I learn about the way Sean Connery is, he's probably <laughs> sitting at home going, what's a Star Trek? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've never heard of that lady. Did I sleep with her? <laughs> Star Trek, wasn't that the show where the washed up people got into a talent show? Isn't that Captain, <laughs> Wait, Captain, Captain Kurt? Kurt. <laughs> Star Prize Intership. Yes, I know that one He's well. Spreading Christianity across the cosmos. <laughs> um, oh man, that's good. Let us jump into ten forward. Hmm. This is terrible. I like it. <laughs> if you are new to the show this is the fray where we dive deeply into all things that are in our minds about this episode and things about star trek and you can say whatever you want about the episode i am going to kick us off i want to say that how wonderful and badass was spock throwing hands on the bridge this week Oh, Finally. yeah, he took down about five foot. Yeah, totally did. One, yeah, one man army. He was like, all right, who's next? I, I think he should just yell neck pinch every time he grabs somebody. Neck pinch, neck pinch, neck pinch. But, yeah, I, I love that. I thought it was really cool that, you know, it showed, because we have to keep in mind that Vulcans are very strong. Uh, they're much yeah. stronger than humans. Uh, and then that would make them stronger than both Klingons and other species, probably not Romulans, but uh, they can definitely throw down real quick and yeah, he, he make somebody have one a guy across bad the bridge. Day. It was quite yeah. impressive. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, he... but, but let's not diminish uh, Nurse Chapel's maneuver. No, no. That was no. really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's not a fighter. She's no. not a fighter. And they didn't turn her into a kung fu expert. No. Right. She yeah. just naturally just threw herself at that second dude. Clever. Boom. <laughs> yeah. No, very cool maneuver. And while yeah. Spock is neck pick, neck pick, she's like, 
Hyper spray. Hyper spray. Hyper spray. Hyper spray. Got you. Got you. I, I thought that was great. And I, I really enjoyed the the um the flip twist they tried. I mean, I saw it coming a mile away, but you know, yeah, it was, it, I, yeah I I saw that coming. I was like, mm, I don't trust her. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, I saw oh, it coming because that's such a classic thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. We need to, you need to help us. It's, it's good. And then all of a sudden, the person you're helping is the villain. So yeah, that, it that's is. an old trope. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I guess I'm a trusting person because I never I never suspected them of being like a Either. like the bad Same. the bad person. So I was just like, oh yes, Doctor Doc. I keep wanting to call her Doctor Afra, but this is not Star Wars. Aspen. Doc, Aspen. Yes. Yeah. Like I Colorado. Get, I just, like Doctor like Aspen is yeah. such a good person. They're just they're just so stand up. I just I just think that they're wonderful. And then you know, ha! I'm the bad person. Surprise. Oh, this is what I get for trusting people. No, I, I, I saw it coming. I was like, Bruh, but you know, I let it go. But I will that's say that's my honey. <laughs> I, I will say the fake out of the Tholian web, which oh, I thought yeah. that we were getting. I was like, yeah. oh, because it, it started to like pull together. It's like, okay, maybe I was wrong. That threw me off. It's like, oh, maybe yeah. I was wrong. Maybe there is an issue, and it's the Tholians. We're gonna get some yeah. really, and it was like Psych disappointed in that but yes. it's okay i don't i don't knock my ex if i'm expecting something to happen it doesn't it's not the episode's fault that's my no. fault yeah so <laughs> yes. i was a See, little disappointed I but i got over it. and they moved on very quickly and i yes. i, I, I want to just take a second to to say what you just said is the perfect summary of what star trek fans should have had in their minds and if they did have that in their minds including myself i think uh, a lot of their universes would have been better received but uh, ship's botanist Philo, give us some of your thoughts random into this episode. So, I was actually thinking of something I probably should have put under cons <clears throat> when at the beginning of the episode, when they're starting to discuss like that initial discussion of this is what's going on with the colonists, and I'm trying to, I feel like they blew over that just like they blew over the end, where it was like, and they took over the ship. Like, I almost wish, like, I had a little more backstory or they might have stretched it out a little bit. But I also kind of realized that that's, that's the secondary story. Mm -hmm. This is really, like you said, a Spock-centric episode. So it's like, I really like that we got more of Spock and everything, but I feel like that story could have been expanded or, or done a little better or put a little more detail into, like, I've... I, wish i had gotten more of angel um i i feel like they they did angel fine but the rest of the crew like there was almost like a disconnect like if they're so fiercely loyal is it really just food is it really just food that broke that like i thought they were supposed to be fiercely loyal to her then since mm. homeboy wasn't the real captain you know then <laughs> they flipped it real quick so that probably should have been under cons. But other than that, I really like watching uh, the relationship start between Nurse Chapel and Spock. I wonder where it's going to go in this season. Ooh, I, mean, I don't think we it works out well. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of have some, some understanding of where it goes. But uh, it's... I like that. I like that little romance story they got going on. And to to bring up romance, I like that there is 
no romance between Pike and his first officer. Obviously, there probably wouldn't yes. be an officer. Thank God. But <laughs> it's a very platonic. Not like, yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. But it's a very platonic relationship, at least at the beginning. Everybody's like they treat each other with respect and all of that, but it's not. There's no foreshadowing there, at least. So I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying that Spock is kind of the romantics, especially since Kirk was such a, a ladies' man in the original series. This one's more like, oh, well, Spock is, uh, looks like he's got a relationship. Well, not a relationship, but a little something, something starting <laughs> up, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's, that's about my thoughts on it. He gets that from my side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, science officer, please. Uh, yeah, look, again, a I, I big shout out to the showrunners and writers because the way that the show is being tackled and even this show, which is showing another facet to Star Trek, the cheesy side of it, the way they've laid it out. Like, to me, this is a perfect antidote for last week's episode. This is a way to kind of reset the palette for next week. I mean, we're heading into the last three episodes now yeah. of the season. So we're probably going to be tackling some bigger themes in regards to the Federation, perhaps, or a big bad villain. I mean, the Gorn, we know they're coming back this season mm -hmm. at some point, surely. And it's probably going to be the last episode, if I was guessing. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know... I, it's it's I agree with Jason. It is the worst episode, but it's it's the worst episode in Asterisk. comparison to <laughs> to having an amazing bowl of fruit and one apple has a slight bruise. But <laughs> everything else is perfect. So yeah, I it's it's like I'm, I'm shocked. I don't think I've even even games of Game of Thrones had really bad episodes in the first season. Mm -hmm. I think it was a bit slow and clunky. This thing, if, if if every other episode's a home run, what is this? This is on third, perhaps, trying to use an, a saying that a Americans baseball? might understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was cricket, it would be, oh, it'd be a two. It wouldn't be. A, but you know, I have no idea what that's about. No, but, I, I have yeah. Caribbean ancestry. I know cricket. Uh, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Those are the um, little bugs that are annoyingly loud at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but I, one thing too is like this guy, right? Yeah. Did, did anybody get like he was in the background of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 or something? Taser <laughs> face. Taser face. The greatest enemy of all, Taser Face. <laughs> yeah, Taser Face. He's got a definitely Taser Face vibe. Actor's great. But, yeah, it was also – that is a big throwback, that makeup, and to what they would have done back in the day. Yeah. Uh, back in the original yeah. series. Yep, go on, Jones. I am so happy that they – fixed the Orions because whenever they appeared in season two, uh, three and four of discovery with that new makeup, I thought mm. they looked awful. They look like, you know, green Barbie dolls and Ken dolls. Yeah. You know, yeah that's what super that's smooth what skin. Yeah, it looked, yeah. it looked plastic. I'm yeah. so glad that they fixed that. 
Yeah, but yeah. were they Orions in this episode? I yes, I'm in my head canon. I, yes. I was gonna say I don't think they went into that, but I think no. that's what they are. It, it had I think most Orion. people yeah. would have made yeah. that assumption. Yeah, I don't know. It could be Nausicaan. No, yeah, not every not everybody was green. But not everybody was green, so I'm wondering. Yeah, you know. but it, and did, on did that note. On that note, you know, I was talking to my significant other today about how I think that with all of the CG that's come up, like, I love CG. I love how we can do things now, especially with the ships <clears throat> and where we can see, like, really cool stuff. I love how they used to use, like, little tiny ones. But I love the costume makeup that, like... Even the the Klingons, the new Klingons, like I love when they actually have to apply it because the CG does not translate the same. And I'm talking about that like old school Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like that was creepy. <laughs> that was insanely good. Like I mm. love that old style makeup, and also, I don't think Doug the CG Jones kind of was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, he was. Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> Doug Jones yes. was in Buffy yes. the Vampire Slayer. Oh, it's the right. legendary. Yeah, I was going to say Big Wolf on Campus, but nobody knows that show. I loved I Big totally Wolf on Campus that as a kid. Oh my gosh! I so used to own this town. <laughs> wow! I've never heard of it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I never, I friends. You want to talk friends. cheesy? Good lord, that was the cheesiest <laughs> was show so that was good. hilarious. So good cheesy. That that running joke they had about you know the one guy would say something like, "Oh my gosh, this is just the situation. You won't believe it. This is just like that movie, The Exorcist, that was released in 1978. What is it? Oh, you know, it's this movie about this little girl who gets possessed. <laughs> just oh, stupid running joke, but every time that happened, I'd die laughing. Yeah. Uh, science officer, anything you want to add? Uh, no, that's basically it for me. I don't really have much more to add in regards to this episode. It's it's a great episode. It's like so not a great episode. Let's pull that back, Jason. Let's, let's lower that down a little bit. It's lower a, it's expectations. It's a very good episode in a great season. It's a good episode in a great season. Yes. I like the whole yeah. uh, palate cleanser thing. And given that next yeah. week's episode looks like it's also going to be fun and silly i'm kind of thinking that the finale yes. episodes are going to be just like a everyone dies and is disemboweled <laughs> yeah, yeah. i wonder yeah. i wonder why we never see nurse chapel or dr mbenga in captain kirk's oh bah, 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 bah. The corn got him. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> so are you sure dead pirate we're getting this guy back <laughs> yes he, he was in the sizzle so reel because he, he has he has the Good. cup and he says the wonders yeah. of science yeah. <laughs> and I recognize the hall, the the hallway because I saw the preview for next week's episode. And uh, yeah, what's the name of that's, that's the set. I don't know. Give me a moment. I will look. But yeah, it almost looks it's... like one of those old TNG trapped on the holodeck episodes. Ooh, that's what yeah, I was, yeah. I was yeah. a huge yeah. fan of. I I'm wondering if it's this is some type time warp or you know a strange planet or is there another well, omnipotent but it god looks like, like the, you coming? It in? looks <laughs> like they are on the Enterprise and the Enterprise is being transformed into this Renaissance fair yeah. thing. I've seen the scene, and it comes from what? It comes from the the Medic Bay and. Ghost, yeah, sorry, he's in the uh, he's in the lift, and he just opens the door. The shop before it was the Enterprise, and then when he opens the door, it's all olden times. Hmm. Yes, oh. but there's also a shot of like Pike. Like I don't know if it looks like he knows he's in a weird situation, but he plays it as he's not in that scene. But you know, we can talk about that next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Admiral Annie, one last go on the fray here. Yeah, <laughs> I love any episode with Tupring because, yeah, like we were saying earlier, right? We all had this kind of idea of her, like, oh, that B word, like if from the '60s, right? Because, like, oh, who would refuse Spock? You know, yeah, like, came in you, you know? Yeah. yeah, and then like to make him fight Kirk, so that she, like, everyone just had this idea of her as like this manipulative B, and mm-hmm. instead we're really getting like the depth of the character and at yeah. first i was a little nervous about that because i'm like okay great like what like basically another villain but we really see like she genuinely seems to care about spock obviously she's mm-hmm. considering getting like releasing this prisoner which could have huge implications for like her career her family like her reputation um and yet here she is warping over there to potentially do it um i don't know if they actually i can't remember if they actually said that she had him on the ship or if she was kind of bluffing um because it sounded for a minute like she was like gonna transmit coordinates or uh you know uh send coordinates for transport but then ended up not obviously but my other favorite thing about episodes with Tupring is I feel like we get to see these, like the Vulcans for all their logic and whatever. They have so many rituals for everything. Like, oh, let's do a soul sharing. Let's meditate. Let's do a, a rebonding ritual. Okay, we're not bonded anymore. Like all these just like, what? You just looked at each other. What do you mean you're not bonded anymore? Like just i feel like we're getting like a back like a backstage pass to vulcans and i'm like i'm so here for it i'm wondering what a birthday celebration is going to be like on vulcan right what is that yeah we have our birthday ritual but i'm gonna say to celebrate the fact that you have not died son (laughs) (laughs) Uh, next week's episode by the way is called the elysian kingdom Elysian yes. meaning Elysian of heaven. or relating to heaven. Yeah, I remember oh. that from Gladiator. Russell Crowe taught me stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, one last thing I want to say is I was begging for this and they delivered. So as a Star Trek fan, I was super happy to see the Vulcan ship. When that yes. bad boy came up, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love the ring ships. <laughs> I love their ships, and I, I was wondering that. I want and I was wondering, oh, what, what do they look like now? Like we haven't seen because, like, in the entire next generation, you never really got to see a Vulcan ship because yeah. they were so, yeah. You know, all right, we did plenty of Vulcan stuff with with these original series. Uh, uh, no, no Vulcan. We'll do some Romulan. Yeah. We'll do some of this. You know. Yeah. So this was our first chance to see what they had come up with in the years past, and I know that's not the the flagship. That's just some rando ship. But it was pretty cool, and it was a lot nicer than the ones they had during uh, Archer's time. Yeah, yeah, so that was really dope to see. I thought and the Archer's mm-hmm. era Vulcan ships were very beautiful, personally. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, they were cool, but I wanted to see what, what the progression was. That was like my yeah. itching. I was like, please show me something good. <laughs> and and they, they said, Captain Dove, we made it so, and they sure did. <laughs> so, folks, this is going to wrap up our Usual final segment is the future speculations, but I believe our science officer is doing something a little We've bit more We've turfed that out, mm-hmm. and now we move into this new segment, which we call... <laughs> it's time for Stupid Star Trek Questions. All right, this segment oh is God, all about... <laughs> 
asking stupid StarCraft questions, and we're going to put it to this panel of experts to see if they can come up with the answer. Oh All right, so the first stupid Star Trek question comes from me, and that question is to the panel, and it's an obvious one. Do they use toilet paper in space? No, because they use it three seashells. Day, they're a paperless society. A so no. the question is, how do they wipe their butt? A phaser set on point one. It's yeah, like it's nice. a bidet, but with phasers. <laughs> it's a you're just sitting there, you hit the little button, and then you're like, woo! <laughs> Think about it. I mean, do they transport it out of your colon directly? Or... <laughs> That would prevent dream cases. <laughs> that would prevent a lot of diseases, right? Usually after well, having Klingon food. You know, I'm, I'm thinking a bidet. a bidet. Yeah, that's what I kind of imagine. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a bidet. A little more civilized, right? <laughs> Let's face it. It's going to be like the sonic shower. You know, right. you, you yeah. hit a button and sound waves like tickle your bum. And next thing yep. you know, it's clean. <laughs> it's clean. But, yeah. It's clean. But uh, yeah, I mean, do you test it? I mean... Like, how do you know it's clean? You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just going to have to be in the staff fleet uniform and go, something's not right down there. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is a question. I mean, I love... Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, how do you do it today? Day. <laughs> I'm sure they have paper as a backup or something. Or, you know, oh, never, no, I don't know. I don't think I've seen paper for a very long time. No, that. even the 60s show, they never had paper. <laughs> yeah. Except for the pilot. I guess, yeah, yeah, with three seashells. So in. This, but that's, that's a Demolition Man. Right. Stuff, yes. Right? Yeah. It is. Yes. 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 So we're suggesting a crossover of Demolition Man. Oh, God. Yeah. Did, did you guys ever download uh, the Stage Nine uh, Star Trek? Uh, it was like a virtual uh, Enterprise D that you could walk around on. And they oh, Paramount know. shut them down, but it was such a brilliant project. But you could actually walk onto the head of the Enterprise, Ooh. and there in the stall, three seashells. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh, so we have an answer, and I was right. <laughs> we have an answer. We have Stage an answer. nine is canon. Stage nine crew, you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> All you guys out there watching, if you have some stupid Star Trek questions, send them in. And, hit uh, us up. Yeah, hit us up yes. and we'll see if we can answer them. And that's it for stupid Star Trek questions. Join us next week for more stupid Star Trek questions. That's going All on right. my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this wondrous fray into the deep dives of Star Trek Strange New Worlds and this wondrous episode of Space Pirates and Transgender Species. I absolutely adored it. This was great. It is the Star Trek that we wanted, and it's the Star Trek that we desperately desired and got because yes. I got to see that Vulcan ship as I had been pandering to. And Why, Captain, does that mean you're happier than Neelix celebrating first contact? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case you've forgotten. That say, that just play it twice. That needs to be played twice. Yeah. <laughs> no. Neelix is an underappreciated character. The man wow. was an angel, yes. and the Voyager crew did not deserve him, and neither did the fan base. And I will fight anyone who disagrees. Well, neither well, did Cass. He can't dance, though. We, we got to give him that. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I can't dance, and I'm still great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Serene Scrawl was something to very remember and never forget. I hope you are never forgetting us, and you subscribe to our channel. Click the button. Click that Click subscribe it. button. Smash if, that subscribe button. If you are listening to us on the <laughs> wondrous world of pain with you, <laughs> the wondrous world of <laughs> podcasts, make sure you check out, especially if you're on Spotify, the the area that we asked a question. And uh, you can reach out to us with your stupid question, as Science Officer Jason mentioned last week. So check us out on Spectrum Sancto on Twitter or Spectrum Sanctorum on the wonderful world of YouTube and the wondrous worlds of all your Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Drive, wondrous things that you listen to your podcasts on. I am Captain Joe Dove. Glad to be with Science Officer Jason, Admiral Annie, Ship's Botanist Philo, and of course, the dreaded pirate Jason. <laughs> Until next week, be well. Be well.